Welcome to a new episode of the Clinical Guidelines in Primary Care podcast. My name is Fernando Florido and I am a GP in the United Kingdom. This is the second episode of the Cancer Guidelines series. This episode will summarize the section Recommendations by Site of Cancer of the NICE guideline NG12, Suspected Cancer Recognition and Referral. In this podcast, I will cover breast cancer as well as gynecological and urological cancers. I hope that you enjoy the episode. Now, starting with breast cancer, we must refer people using a suspected cancer pathway referral, that is for an appointment within two weeks for breast cancer, either age 30 and over and have an unexplained breast lump with or without pain, or are aged 50 and over with any of the following symptoms in one nipple only, like discharge or retraction or other changes of concern, this has been left particularly vague so that we can use our clinical judgment here. We should also consider a suspected cancer pathway referral in people with skin changes that suggest breast cancer or are aged 30 and over with an unexplained lump in the axilla. Finally, we should consider non-urgent referral in people under the age of 30 with an unexplained breast lump with or without pain. However, breast cancer can happen in patients under 30, so if you're particularly worried for any reason, you can always upgrade the referral to urgent. Now we're going to move to gynecological cancers, and the first one to consider is ovarian cancer. And these recommendations apply to women aged 18 and over. We need to make an urgent referral to a gynecological cancer service if physical examination is identifies ascites and or a pelvic or abdominal mass, which is not obviously uterine fibroids. We must carry out tests in primary care, particularly the measurement of serum CA125, if a woman, especially if aged 50 or over, reports having any of the following symptoms on a persistent or frequent basis, particularly more than 12 times per month. And these symptoms are persistent abdominal distension, often referred as bloating, feeling full or loss of appetite, pelvic or abdominal pain, and increased urinary urgency or frequency. We must also measure CA125 if a woman experiences symptoms within the last 12 months that suggest irritable bowel syndrome or IBS, because IBS rarely presents for the first time in women on this age. We should consider carrying out tests in primary care, particularly the measurement of serum CA125, if a woman reports unexplained weight loss, fatigue or changes in bowel habit. Now once the CA125 has been measured, as per these recommendations, we must do the following. If the value is 35 or greater, we must arrange an ultrasound scan of the abdomen and pelvis. And if the ultrasound suggests ovarian cancer, we will obviously need to make an urgent referral to a gynecological cancer service. However, for any woman who has a serum CA125 which is less than 35 or if it is 35 or greater but with a normal ultrasound, 
we will need to assess carefully for other clinical causes of the symptoms and investigate if appropriate. And if no other clinical cause is apparent, we will need to advise her to return to primary care if the symptoms become more frequent and or persistent. In summary, we must do an urgent cancer referral if there is ascites or a pelvic or abdominal mass. We must measure CA1 to 5 if a woman, especially if aged 50 or over, reports frequent or persistent symptoms such as bloating, feeling full or loss of appetite, pelvic or abdominal pain, increased urinary urgency or frequency, or if IBS symptoms have developed within the last 12 months. In addition, we should consider CA1 to 5 if there is weight loss, fatigue and changes in bowel habit. If the value is 35 or greater, we must arrange an ultrasound scan and act accordingly if abnormal. If the CA1 to 5 is less than 35 or is greater with a normal ultrasound scan, we must continue to investigate or monitor the patient until the cause is found. The next cancer to consider is endometrial cancer. We must refer women using a suspected cancer pathway referral if they're aged 55 and over with postmenopausal bleeding or unexplained vaginal bleeding more than 12 months after menstruation has stopped because of the menopause. Although we should also consider it in women under the age of 55. We need to consider a direct access ultrasound scan in women aged 55 and over with either unexplained vaginal discharge who are presenting with this for the first time or have thrombocytosis or reports hematuria or if there's visible hematuria and a low hemoglobin, thrombocytosis or high glucose levels. And this is because there is a link between hyperglycemia and endometrial cancer and hyperglycemia is considered an independent risk factor for this type of cancer. In summary, do a cancer referral if there is postmenopausal bleeding and do an ultrasound scan if the woman is over 55 and have vaginal discharge or hematuria with other symptoms such as thrombocytosis, low hemoglobin or hyperglycemia. Now for cervical cancer is very straightforward. We just need to consider a suspected cancer pathway referral if on examination the appearance of the cervix is consistent with cervical cancer. In terms of vulva and vaginal cancers, we need to consider a suspected cancer pathway referral for vulva cancer in women with an unexplained vulva lump, ulceration or bleeding. And for vaginal cancer, if there is an unexplained palpable mass in or at the entrance of the vagina. Now, moving on to the urological cancers. In terms of prostate cancer, we must refer men using a suspected cancer pathway referral if their prostate feels malignant on digital rectal examination. We also need to consider a prostate-specific antigen or PSA test and digital rectal examination to assess for prostate cancer in Maine with any of the following. Any lower urinary tract symptoms such as nocturia, urinary frequency, hesitancy, urgency or retention, or erectile dysfunction, 
or visible hematuria. And we need to consider referring using this expected cancer pathway referral if the PSA levels are above the threshold for their age. I have put a table with this value in the podcast description. The summary of this table is basically that for men under 40 and for men over 80, we need to use our clinical judgment when assessing the PSA. For the remainder, the PSA threshold is 2.5 for men in their 40s, 3.5 in their 50s, 4.5 in the 60s, and 6.5 in the 70s. That means consider referring those men whose result is above those limit. When it comes to bladder cancer, we must refer people using a suspected cancer pathway referral if they're aged 45 and over and have unexplained visible hematuria without urinary tract infection or visible hematuria that persists or recurs after successful treatment of a urinary tract infection or if they're aged 60 and over and have unexplained non-visible hematuria and either dysuria or a raised white cell count on a blood test. We should also consider non-urgent referral in people aged 60 and over with recurrent or persistent unexplained urinary tract infection. So to repeat that again, refer patients if they're aged 45 and over with visible hematuria without a UTI, visible hematuria that persists or recurs after treatment of a UTI, or if they're aged 60 and over and have unexplained non-visible hematuria and either dysuria or a raised Y-cell count on a blood test. Consider non-urgent referral in people over the age of 60 with recurrent or persistent unexplained UTIs. When it comes to renal cancer, we must refer people using a suspected cancer pathway referral if, like in bladder cancer, they're aged 45 and over and have either unexplained visible hematuria without a UTI or visible hematuria that persists or recurs after successful treatment of the UTI. For testicular cancer, we need to consider a suspected cancer pathway referral in men if they have a non-painful enlargement or change in shape or texture of the testes. And we should consider a direct access ultrasound scan in men with unexplained or persistent testicular symptoms. So it's a cancer referral if they have a non-painful enlargement or change in shape or texture of the testes direct access ultrasound if there are persistent testicular symptoms. For penile cancer, we need to consider a suspected cancer pathway referral in men if they have a penile mass or ulcerated lesion when a sexually transmitted infection has been excluded as a cause, or a persistent penile lesion after treatment for a sexually transmitted infection has been completed. We should also consider a cancer referral in men with unexplained or persistent symptoms affecting the foreskin or glands. 
And this is the end of this episode of the Clinical Guidelines in Primary Care podcast. I hope that you have enjoyed this episode and I hope that you will join me in the next one. Thank you for listening.